If you are a fisherman, or if you know a fisherman, or if you have just a small understanding and knowledge of fishermen, you know two things. You don't tell them how to fish, and you don't mess with their stuff. Am I right? Fishermen have routines. They have their set way of doing things. Fishermen don't want you messing with their equipment nor their boats. And they sure as heck don't want the amateur telling them how to fish. Now with that in mind, let's recall the gospel. That wonderful gospel passage today. Jesus being pressed in by the crowds. There's so many people there. They're longing to hear his word, to hear him speak and preach. It's getting too crowded, so he spots some fishermen over there in their boats. And Luke tells us that while all this is going on, these fishermen are cleaning their nets. I'm sure maybe if we imagined it, right, they're cleaning their nets. They see the big crowd over there. Maybe they're a little interested. But they say, well, we'll go over there after we're done working. They have their routine. But then they get an unexpected visit. Jesus hops in their boat. The first no-no. He gets into their boat and he disrupts their work routine. On top of that, he makes them put out a little bit into the shallow waters to work a little more after they've been working all night. But there's something interesting that happens that Peter doesn't resist. He's willing to hear what this man has to say. He may even still be cleaning his nets while he listens to Jesus. Kind of like reading the bulletin while Father gives the homily, you know? <clears throat> but I doubt that. Because no one does that. And I doubt Peter's still cleaning his nets. Why? Let's continue with the story. Jesus, after preaching, tells Peter to put out into the deep and to lower the nets. The second no-no. To tell a professional fisherman how to fish. But Peter's response is fascinating. He says, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing. But at your command, I will lower the nets. In other words, Peter has been slaving and working tirelessly all through the night and with no catch, with no return. And on top of that, he's cleaned his nets. He's tired, he wants to go home and get some sleep. He's put away all the equipment. And if he casts the nets out again, he's got to clean them again. At least that's what he assumed. And the reason I don't think Peter was working and listening at the same time is because he was willing to do what Jesus commanded him. Something caught his attention about Jesus' words. Something was moving him to be obedient to him. So the nets are lowered, and the unexpected happens. Fish upon fish. They exceeded their limit for sure. And the catch was so large they had to get the other boat to come and help them. Now that's a good fishing day. But not only that, they don't only need help, but all the fish as they were putting the boats was causing the boats to sink. I'm almost positive that probably James or John, they were taking a selfie at this point, right? And it went on social media soon afterwards with hashtag blessed. But what does this spark Peter to do? He drops before Jesus on his knees and says, Depart from me, Lord, 
for I'm a sinner. He recognizes he's in the presence of God. And he says, depart from me, Lord. I'm unworthy to be in your presence. My brothers and sisters, today the question that is posed to us this morning is that we have to ask ourselves, maybe where are we in the story that we just heard? Probably for most of us, right, insofar as we're sitting in this church, we've allowed Jesus into our boat, maybe. We're intrigued by what Jesus has to say, but maybe we've just stopped there. We want clean nets, a clean boat. We want to stay docked and tied to the shore. Or maybe we accepted Jesus' invitation to let out just a little bit, to untie but not go too far. We stay in the shallow waters of discipleship. Our nets still remain clean, but when people pass us, they see us floating in the water. They look at our boats. They see that we have all of our equipment, but we just look like fishermen. We just look like disciples. But our Lord Jesus, to each and every one of us this morning, has the same invitation to Peter. Put out into the deep and lower your nets. Go further from the comfort of the shore. But with that invitation, maybe a couple questions come to mind. Isn't the deep waters where all the big storms happen? It is. Isn't the deep water where the unknown is present because we don't know exactly where we're dropping our nets? We can't see the bottom of the shore? Yes. But the invitation still remains. Put out into the deep and lower your nets. But then as we move through the story, what is our response? Is it the first, first half of the response of Peter? Master, I've worked all night and I've caught nothing. Look, Lord, I went to Mass every Sunday. I fulfilled my obligation. I've prayed for people. I've helped people here and there. I checked all the boxes of being a mediocre Christian, Lord. Leave me alone. Or, are we willing to say to Jesus, but at your command, I will do it. Our brothers and sisters, nothing awaits us with clean nets and shallow waters. But a great catch awaits us when we go deep and lower our nets. When we lower our nets into the unknown, the mystery, it's then that we have the opportunity to make the great catch. But maybe we know that if we really let go, if we really dive in deep, we'll have to respond like Peter did. Lord, I'm a sinner. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under the roof of my house. Lord, I know that I need to change. Lord, I know that I have failed you. Lord, I know that what I'm doing is not enough. Lord, I know that I need to rid my life of actions and distractions that tangle my nets. But, remember the invitation at the beginning of Mass that I asked you to see the theme running through the Scriptures? We hear Isaiah, St. Paul, and St. Peter all acknowledge one thing before the presence of God. 
that they were sinners. Sinners who acknowledged that they were sinful, who acknowledged that they're unworthy, but they no longer let their sin become their excuse. Their sin was no longer the reason they couldn't accept the invitation of the Lord. I'm just too sinful. I'm just too far gone. I've done a lot already. I'm unredeemable. Or maybe I'm comfortable just where I am. They're no longer legitimate excuses for being called by God. Because as St. Paul reminds us, the man who persecuted the church the most became its greatest apostle. For he says, by God's grace, I am what I am. That I acknowledge that I was sinful, I was weak, but I let the grace of God become my strength. People of God, put out into the deep. Do not stay in the shallow waters with nets that only make you look like a disciple. Be a disciple of Jesus. Be a disciple who puts out into the deep waters, lowers his nets at the command of Christ. Don't settle for mediocre Christianity. It's pointless, meaningless, and fruitless. Put out into the deep and catch in abundance. Trust the Word of God and trust the Lord. Acknowledge that you're a sinner, you're unworthy of it, but He still gives you His grace. And recognize that your sinfulness is no longer a good excuse. Let the Word of God, let Jesus purify your hearts. Our brothers and sisters, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid.